Yeah. I got a whole different mood. I'm a whole different dude. Streets got the same codes. Niggas move off whole different rules. Don't let the dough get to you. Don't let these hoes get to you. Cause these bitches gon' change. Yeah, these hoes pick and choose. I got a whole different mood. I'm a whole different dude. Streets got the same codes. Niggas move off whole different rules. Don't let the dough get to you. Don't let these hoes get to you. Cause these bitches gon' change. Yeah, these hoes pick and choose. Yeah, my niggas ain't gon' change. They was with me in the rain. They was with me at the bottom. They was with me through the pain. Ain't had nothing. God gave me lemons, so we made lemonade. Nah, we ain't minute made. Nigga, we just getting paid. We turned up like a house party, like we kidding play. I don't got time or no energy to kidding play. I'm forcing your hand if I get engaged I married the game, I ain't get engaged I carry my thing every single place My mama, my daughter depend on me See jealousy and niggas closest I had to separate Never got tired of eating Take seconds and an extra plate Trapping out of homes that's owned by Section 8 Bacon, egg, and cheese Hash brown breakfast plate With a bad mama see the baby girl Sweet like a margarita Talking about my dead niggas Use a dead nigga, you can go ahead and meet him I be fresh 365 days You be fresh on Easter Spending these niggas Fool yoking niggas up and stepping on these sneakers. Lived a hard life, I go far, still feel like I'm trying to make it. Remember when I was a dub? Now they dying for a conversation. Getting money is my occupation. I need it now and I'm now awaiting. Demon and angels on my shoulders. I talk to God and I talk to Satan. I got a whole different mood. I'm a whole different dude. Streets got the same codes. Niggas move off whole different rules. Don't let the dough get to you. Don't let these hoes get to you. Cause these bitches gon' change. Yeah, these hoes pick and choose. I got a whole different mood. I'm a whole different dude. Streets got the same codes. Niggas move off whole different rules. Don't let the dough get to you. Don't let these hoes get to you. Cause these bitches gon' change. Yeah, these hoes pick and choose. Yeah, men lie, women lie, tell a lie. Yeah. Big boss, the revolution will not be televised, yeah, tip off. Now my shooters will not be televised, yeah, dick hard for a thick little bitch. Yeah, she got hella thighs, yeah, she got hella ass thinking. This nigga got hella cash, fly nigga. When I land, gotta land on a helipad. My niggas throw shots, they land, they cannot be telegraphed. Roll blunts, back block, where all of the feelings at? Big locks, bitches stuff way over capacity. If I catch a op, I'll leave him dead like he a battery, bitch. I'm charged up like I'm boss up. About to leave a couple bitches mad at me. When I boss up next time, they gon' see me on a couple of magazines, on a couple of shows. I'm in a row, got a couple of shows. Bro in the hood, got a couple of O's, a couple of plans, a couple of poles. Real shit, man, we got a couple of those. What you need, got a couple of options. People around you can fuck up your options. People around you be hating and plotting. I got a whole different mood. I'm a whole different dude. Streets got the same codes. Niggas move off whole different rules. Don't let the dough get to you. Don't let these hoes get to you. Yeah, yeah. What up? What up, everybody? Welcome to Herm Radio Episode 7. Very, very special episode. We were just listening to Ace Vito with Mood. Currently unreleased track. Um, A-C-E-V-I-T-O. Check him out uh, if you want to um, hear more from him. So, Herm Radio Episode 7, man. We got a very special guest, Just Jill. This is somebody I've seen many times. Um, she's synonymous with the Bridgeside Cypher. Um, you always be seeing her face, hearing her rhymes, bringing dope energy to any cypher that she's hitting at any time. She also got some tracks that she want to share with us today. Just Jill, what's up, man? What's going on? It's your girl, Just Jill from Cambridge. Shout out Herm Radio. What's going on, Brian Herm? Oh, uh, nothing much, nothing much. I'm just trying to get through this quarantine, you know. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So um, the way that we do on Herm Radio is like we like to introduce people with our art form straight off the bat, and like let people know like where like where you at and stuff musically and stuff where you come like where you're coming from what's your message. So um, we want to go ahead and get right into uh, something that you actually did called I believe the Ten Quarantine Commandments. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah, us a little something about that, and then we're gonna um, listen to that. Word. So yeah. So Ten Quarantine Commandments. It kind of speaks for itself, considering what we're all going through. You know, um, there were a ton of challenges coming around. So I was getting tagged in all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, I can't keep up with it. Um, so I just I heard Ten Crack Commandments, and I was like, yo, that would be sick. So I just like one night was just like thinking about everything that's been going on, and like you know different aspects that were relatable for all of us and like you know everything that we're dealing with right now you know yeah, whether you know you got your kids at school or or not at school you're homeschooling them or like whatever the case may be so it was just something fun i wrote um and i got a lot of love from it so i appreciate everyone who showed me love for that video i got like 110 shares oh and that's that, dope yeah that was super dope like that like, what did you do during your quarantine? I got 110 <laughs> shares. Thank you. Somebody got 110 <laughs> rolls of toilet paper. You got 110 shares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just messing around. But yeah, yeah so, so this is one of my new videos that I think everyone's going to like if they haven't Word. seen it already. So this is 10 quarantine. All right, let me bring that up. Let me bring that up. All right, cool. And so this is kind of like, literally like, so Biggie had the 10 crack commandments. So it's kind of like, do you kind of giving people instructions here? Yes, a, a little something like that. Ten quarantine commandments to practice while y'all are chilling at home, you know? All right, word. So um, Just Jill with the Ten Quarantine Commandments on Herm Radio. Let's go. Hey, yo, this is the... 10 quarantine commandments and fuck this coronavirus shit shout out london hey check it yo uh this world is bugging i'll start the conversation since the government is keeping us all in isolation pandemic miswork and academics in school so if you're stuck at home then you should follow these rules let's start with uno don't listen to everybody that you know research and learn the symptoms the rumors are a no-no that's a fever and a cough and if you're short of breath Make sure you hit up the doctor and you follow them steps. Number two, help your kids with homeschool. And I know it ain't easy, but we still got to. And I know it's been a while, still our history's strong, so teach the young the true meaning of word is bond. Number three, never trust nobody. Even with the homies, you gotta keep six feet. Cause passing blunts and dapping up is not what's up. And I promise it's all love, but I'ma chill with my pup. Number four, you should probably do some choice so you don't get too high on your own supply. Number five, be mindful of your own contact. Cough and sneeze on your elbow, maybe order a mask. Number six, your mortgage or your rent indebted. Hit up the landlord and bank, and maybe they can help it. Seven, now this one got people irritated, but be family and sickness completely separated because of COVID-19 in their lungs and they can't breathe, and they were close to your heart. Don't cry when grandma stops. Number eight, learn a hobby or do some self-care because mental health's important too, boo, so don't be scared. And number nine should have been number one. Did I mention sing a song when you're washing your hands for 20 seconds? And keep that in mind when you come into your home because sanitizer might help, but don't use that alone. Number 10 is a strong world I call divided. 
excited, but the word right before America is united. And make sure you're safe and follow the precautions, cause we struggle enough and don't need any more problems. So follow the rules, and I promise you can manage if you practice the 10 quarantine commandments, eh? Quarantine commandments, eh? Yo, it's just chill, eh? Yo, stay safe, everybody. All right, and take care. Yo, that was great. That was that was funny, but that was informative. That was like so much. <laughs> I like in the headphones because I heard it earlier, and I was like, "Yeah, this is dope." But in the headphones, I was I got I was like, "Yeah, this is like really the remix of the Ten Crack Commandments." Like, <laughs> made right? this a positive thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good thing, you know. Like, um, yeah, like I everyone loves that song. You feel me? So it was like I was I was amped when I wrote it because. You know, it was just, like, it was something that, every, like, each bar, like, it was something everyone was thinking, you know what I mean? So it was just, like, it was cool. It was a nice refresher to just, you know, go ahead and just be able to write something that, you know, I could just express myself and it be easy, you know, like. Yeah. So it was cool. And I'm, I'm really happy, you know, it put a smile on a ton of people's faces and that makes me happy, so. Yeah, it was it's cool, and I'm glad people you know liked it. And it kind of gave me like kind of like a KRS one vibe, like you kind of like being what? a teacher type of thing. You know what I mean? And I yeah, found out I seen videos. They had like a video on World Star Hip Hop or something like that, where it was like um, a teacher had a whole like song about mathematics or something like that, and it was all these little kids, and they just knew like the whole song by heart. And it's like that's yes. the vibe I get. It's like when you put something like that into rhymes that people could actually vibe with. That's the vibe I get from you so far as like an MC, like on some teacher stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, I like making music that people are able to hear and understand. Like, like I love wordplay and I love metaphors and punchline, like all of it. You know what I mean? But I also want people to understand what the fuck I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you feel it's me? It's important. Like, it is. It's super important. And like, you know, just as an artist, like growth wise in general, like, um, from when I started, like, I started writing, rapping, like, 2013 okay. when I started actually going to a studio and stuff like that. Um, and I've always been hip-hop, but, like, I've been raised, it's in my blood, it's, you know, so my dad's a musician and my older brother, he was in the rap game. He's a Cambridge, or uh, a former Cambridge artist as well. Um, Who's that? Have you heard of Schizophrenics? I think so. I think it's, so. Like, Late 90s, early 2000s Cambridge hip hop. Okay, okay, word. So, All right, word. Cause um, but, what's, what, what, so tell us more about that. Who's Schizophrenics? So, Schizophrenics is a rap group from Cambridge. Um, shout out my brother, Checkmark, my best friend. <laughs> um, so, they were a hip hop group over, um, like I was saying, late 90s, early 2000s. I, you know, I, I wish I could have more to say, but I was also like maybe 10 or 11. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, he would have a better, you know, background of everything. Um, but, you know, it's all Cambridge made, you know, they ran their own, you know, label and all of that stuff. So when like in general, when I think of Cambridge and hip hop, like it's just like genuine, like real authentic, like and we make it our own. Um and well, usually I feel like we do stuff that people don't normally do, and like we just have, um, 
these like ideas, just like the Bridgeside Cipher. Like, you know, like Aaron, shout out Aaron King. That's my homie. Shout out Aaron King. Yeah. We're going to have him on the show soon. Like we just, you know, just go with the flow and it's just like, it's inviting. It's a, it's always good vibes. Like, you know, like it's just, it's genuine and it's real and it's, it's good vibes. I, and you know, it's home. And I want to ask you more because um, we're getting into this whole thing about Cambridge hip hop and like it's seeming like there's a history. You're talking about you were a kid when people were actually out there like releasing records, actually a family member, your brother. But um, that's dope because a lot of people, when they think Cambridge, they they know Harvard, you know what I mean? Something like that, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. And so, so. like, it's, it's like people be thinking we're like these like prissy assholes and we're not <laughs> just regular people. Like everybody got a... <laughs> Uh, a scholarship to Harvard because you're right. in Cambridge. Like, like, bro, like I didn't go to Harvard, but like some of my homies might have. Like whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's not a bad thing, you know. What I mean? That's a it's good not, thing. Absolutely yeah. not. Like, it's always, you know, I'm always down for people bettering themselves and you know doing what you got to do to you know achieve what you need to to be a good person and a better person. It's all like I'm always down for improvement. Word. Like um, but yeah, just like. It's funny, like, Cambridge hip-hop now, looking at it now, and then when I was a kid back in the day, just my perspective, like, um, my dad, he is a jazzy musician. He plays um, chromatic harmonica. And okay. so, like, between him and my brother, they were always, like, hanging out in the Middle East, like, doing shows and stuff like that. There was a time when I was, like, I think 11 or 12, and my brother was doing a show at Middle East downstairs and they actually let me in. And I look back and I'm like, yo, these dudes really let me in like that. And they let me on, he let me on stage and everything. He was yeah, like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And my little sister, everyone's like, ah! Oh! Like, it made a great memory though, yeah. right? You know what I mean? <laughs> like 12 year old little girl. And like, the thing like, with, with hip hop, I've always been hip hop, but I never considered myself like, I'm a rapper. Like, you know what it's I a mean? lifestyle that you live right okay and so my my family's funny because they'll be like they're like chill didn't go to the rap game the rap game came to chill <laughs> it's true and it's, it's like, true, yeah. kind of true because mm-hmm. it's like i it wasn't something i was looking for i just like to write about like i've loved to write since high school i was super into poetry so like that's just my thing and then like as time went on, things have just fallen into place. And then like, um, you know, when Bridgeside started, that's when things like act like really leveled up and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like we all just made big moves and it was just, it's all been so much fun and like, there's no pressure and like, well, there's a little bit of pressure. I ain't going to front, but like, <laughs> at this point. you gotta have some pressure in hip hop music. You gotta have some kind of like a little bit of pressure, right. a little bit of competition. You know? Yeah. Can't always be in your comfort zone, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, I was in a comfort zone for a really long time. Like, you know, just you know, having making my music and not sharing it with anyone, and just doing me and stuff like that. But then, like, once I did finally like start putting myself out there, and I was like, oh snap! Like, people are really into this stuff, and um, we're just able to like all share our own music. Like it's just so beautiful. To yeah. Me. Like I'm not looking at hip hop as like, I'm trying to be like, 
the star or like trying to gain all this clout like mm. i'm not like it's not even about that for me like it's just like i'm just living life and i want to make music that people can understand that you know my family can sing that anyone everyone knows you know people are going to remember 10 quarantine commandments and that's awesome to me because it's like everyone can relate to it. And I might not be able to hear Ten Crack Commandments and not think of that now at this point. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, <laughs> I hope it's gonna... I make Biggie proud shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, yo, yo. All right, yo. So, um, but yeah, I want to, um, if I could, if I could interject, I want to, um, ask you some more questions about the Bridgeside Cipher and uh, Cambridge Hip Hop and all that type of stuff. But I want to get into uh, one of these tracks that you sent me and actually play yes. like one of your recorded tracks that we got out, right? Word, yeah. So what's this first one we got again? So this this one, this is like my anthem. This is my Cambridge track. This one's called Smack. And Smack is just a track that I wrote and I just threw everything. I wanted to shout out my hood, Cambridge, whether it's Coast, NC, Port, East Cambridge, West Cambridge, all that shit, you know. So... Just a shout out to Cambridge, you know, a shout out to my homegirls, sh- you know, a shout out to my exes. Look at me now, you know, yeah. all that shit. So. <laughs> Word. All right. So Just Jill with Smack. So this is uh, this is a track you said um, kind of represents everything you feel about Cambridge. Just how I feel about everything. Everything. All right. Everything. Word. I like that energy. All right. Let's go. So uh, let's get into Smack and let's talk more about that when we come back. All right, Just Jill with Smack, Herm Radio. Uh. Yo. Damn, I love my city, cause it's number one. C-A-M-B, Cambridge is where I'm from. I see all these frat cats can lit going dumb. Homie, I'm the underdog, I bite bitch so run. Our block they want to have. So Google me, bitch, and you'll know where I'm at. No pinpoint, cause the map's added on my back. Right there, everybody claps like, wait, just chill raps on for a bit. But hello, boys, I'm back. Just chill in the motherfucking building. I still got all my exes and their feelings. They fall in love, cause my bars are so appealing. Some throwing shade, but still wishing we was chilling. Got big business money, I'm making a killing. I hate frauds, cause the way they always sailing. Antoine Dodds and hide your wife, hide your children. Coming through the window, exit through the ceiling. Push it, push it, push it to the limit, baby, push it to the limit. And if the sky's the limit, I'ma atmosphere it. Got a blast, I'ma go Jimmy Neutron with it. I'm so hot that NASA couldn't even hit it. On my galaxy shit, I know who's in my zone. And on my hotline, only put all stars in my tone. You can't fuck with my girl squad, you should've known. So when they scream, yas, queen, get off my throne. Hold it down, ladies, tell them we don't know you shit. Because we run this world, fuck a president. These old dudes making rules. Like they gotta be But don't get locked up When they pull out free willy So Now we gotta make a difference Get the facts And correct the ignorance You about to witness greatness Cause we the shit And since you're in our business Listen to this So what? I'll rock a mini skirt I bet y'all wanna watch me Go down and twerk Nah But I'll still get it poppin' Just chill, talk and snap So watch me get this work Uh-huh Yo Watch my 
Hold on, let me stop it. Uh. That joint went hard, Jill. You fuck with it? Yeah. Hey. That was I didn't I didn't know that I didn't know you went in like that. Yeah, yo. <laughs> nah, that had good energy. What was the story behind that? What like what uh what type of energy was you on when you went in the studio and recorded that? Dude, I was at honestly like I was out on my lunch break sitting on a bench and I was just listening to beats and I was like, you know what? Let's just see what happens. Like dead ass. Like, <laughs> like, this is, like, it's nothing even crazy about it. Like, it was just like, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to start off with a Cambridge anthem. Like I haven't had one of those yet. So I wanted to start off with that. And that song, that was actually two different verses that I kind of just pieced all into one um, song now that I think about it. Um, so like one was like, you know, my Cambridge verse and the other one, um, was kind of just about everything else about how I was feeling about whatever, like, you mm -hmm. know, yeah, yeah. whether it was like, you know, like dudes or like, you know, my home girls and what we do and like rap, whatever. Real life stuff. Exactly. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So that was just that. Um, so that was like my first real single other than booty bandit like that was my first like you know just jill single so yeah, yeah, yeah. so like I, I, my I think that was the first one i that i think that was the first um verse that i spit at bridgeside that same verse right there that first yeah that cambridge okay 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 part, yeah so i get a vibe from you as like an artist that like you kind of speak to the relatable problems that kind of like the common person or like people, you know, the down to earth people co commonly face, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. that seems to be the focus of what I've heard so far from your music. Would you say so? Yeah, I would definitely agree. Like, I think I'm a pretty down to earth, chill person. Like, you know, I have a good sense of humor, I think at least. <laughs> so like, you know, I try to, you know, make people laugh, like whatever. Like, my Instagram is silly jilly, like. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. more extra, but like yeah. So I would definitely say like I think a lot of my music is very like down to earth, just chill, like you know, you know, keeping it cool, casual, and you know. Yeah, yeah, that's the vibe I, I get, right? Yeah. So all right, moving on. Um, the Bridge Side Cipher. So tell us more about the Bridge Side Cipher. How you got involved? Like every Brit side, pretty much every Brit side I see, I see you. And I was telling Geo the same thing. I was telling um, I was telling God the same thing. It's like when you say bridge, when I say Brit side, I see a lot of new faces. I see a lot of people killing it. But there's certain people that look like the structures that build Brit side. You know what I mean? And Just Jill is obviously one of those like pillars. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's coming from outside. I'm just observing and stuff. So can right. you please tell me uh, more about what Bridgeside is and um, how you got involved? Are you like, were you here from the origin? What's the story of Bridgeside and, and your involvement? So Bridgeside, to me at least, is just, you know, it's a collective of people, you know, from Cambridge, Boston, 
you know, Brockton, just like the area in general, we all come down and, you know, we just speak our piece. We share, you know, how we feel our bars and whatever the case, if it's a verse or off the top. Um, it, it's funny because when I first started going there, um, shout out to greatness, Meshaft, by the way, because he was the one. Yo, who what's, up? what's up, Meshaft? So, Shu was the one who actually introduced me yeah. to that, so I can't like not give him credit right now for that because he was the one who put me. Okay, in. word, word, word. He he was actually trying to get me to go to like ciphers, but that was like before I like you know became like public as an artist. Like it took me a long time to like call myself an artist, so because I was still on my I'm regular wave, so like. Um, he was like, yo, it's in Central Square, and, like, I didn't live that far from that at the time. So I was like, oh, you know what, whatever, like, let's show up. And I, it, like, honestly, like, it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. And I still feel that way about Bridgeside, like, because it's just, you don't, unless you are there, like, you know, like, unless you're there, there's not many experiences like that. Like, there is just so much love and, like just enthusiasm and you know everyone just does their thing and like again shout out to Aaron because he I think he does such a great job you know holding the cypher together making it a safe place for people to be at yeah, first yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's in the middle of Central Square yeah in the yeah. alley in front of the <laughs> alley <laughs> you know what I mean? yes exactly what things right. have gone down you know what I mean? exactly it's in the middle of Central Square you know yeah. we got all of these you know all the you know the characters out there and shit so it's like you know and they just, they, they get involved in the cypher sometimes you know right they do they be loving it too they yeah. be going in there was this one dude what was his oh, cat daddy <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i might have seen him i don't know what, what, what it was a dude with the cane yo and he loved all of us he was always cheering but even though they were like these dudes are all drunk like it's still mad love <laughs> yeah 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 like, you know what I mean? And that's Cambridge. Like, it's just like, you know, walks of all different lives, you know. And But at the end of the day, you know, it's just like, it's a safe space. There's mad love. And it's just like, it's it's cool shit. It's good shit. Um, but like, I kind of sidetracked for a sec. But yeah, like, so my first um, Bridgeside Cypher, I was introduced to that. Shout out to Hopadope. She was the one who actually... Um, suggested I start, you know, performing my verses and stuff like that. Um, and I was with one of my homegirls, Shadow and Fuego, um, who was my homegirl who did Booty Bandit with me. Um, we have a group called B&B also. So our tracks, um, that's a B&B track. So me and her were at the Cypher. And Hopadope was um, killing it. And she was... She was going off with Flo Tiglio. He was doing his thing. Yeah, Flo Tiglio. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they were vibing out. And then, like, C4, the bad wolf came C4. in. C4. Yo, like, it was just a super vibe. Like, and we were not prepared for that. I was like, what? And me and, and Fuego were like, yo, like, you did, you guys are amazing. You guys are epic. Like, what? And she was like, girl, like, you need to do your shit too. And I'm just like, I'm at home, like whatever. Like, but she really encouraged both. That's of us important. To go out and do That's that. dope that she did that. That's dope. Dude. And like, and like, she's like, 
one of the main reasons why I push so hard for when it comes to like female artists, like, you know, being able to put themselves out there and support each other and stuff like that. Because Hope was the first person who did that for me. And like within like the past year ever since then, like shit's like changed and it's amazing. Like, you know, yeah. I've and met females is kind of Females like, is kind of taking over hip hop right now a little bit. Dude, the females are killing it. Yo, this morning I was let's shout out K Watch for her new EP, yo. Confidence, mad dipset vibes. Oh my god. I felt like I was back in high school, yo. I was like, yo, so shout out to her for that, cause that shit bumps. It's so what's so that? Bad. How did how do we check that out? What's that? So confidence, I believe it's confidence chapter one. Um, her EP just, she just put out like a few days ago and that's on Spotify and I believe it's on other platforms too, but I'm positive it's on Spotify. So you got to bump my girl K Watts. Um, you got to bump her new EP. yo. she, she did her thing on that. Word. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out. Absolutely. Hey, if you're listening, I am super proud of you for that shit, girl. That bumped out. I, I was listening to it in the shower. Like I'm going ham on this shit. So that's love. That's love when you. That's back when we hit. Back when people had CDs. If they really love something, they have one for the car, one for the oh, stereo God. system, one for like a, another spot they be at. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, so let me. I want to get into one of your Bridgeside Cipher um, performances, because sh- show anybody that's watching this that might not have ever seen Bridgeside Cipher what uh, what it is through um, you know what I mean through one of your verses. So which uh which uh cipher you want to go to first? The far- we can do the first one. Let's the first do nothing one. Hip hop, yeah. Nothing went but hip hop. That's that's like actually one of my favorite pieces out of like the Bridgeside ciphers. Like um, it was just my first performance with the cipher, and like the whole video itself um is just came out super clean. Aaron and Atma did a great job. Um, so shout out Bridgeside. You can actually all the videos that we're playing tonight. You guys can find on YouTube also. Um, if you go to, I believe it's Bridgeside Entertainment. Um, if not Cambridge Hip Hop Collective, but we got a bunch of cipher videos on there. You can guys can all find them out on YouTube. Um, you can also find me, Jillian Just Jill, if you type that in. Um, and it's Jillian Just Jill with a money sign. Um, but yeah, so we can go to the first one, nothing but hip hop, and that's basically me again, just you know, saying my sixteen bars about how I feel about hip hop and what it means to me. So we can start off with that. Alright, word. Word. So this is Just Jill in a British Eye Cipher, and it's uh, she entitled it Nothing But Hip Hop. Let's go. Look, I'm made of nothing but hip hop. Just jealous, so original that I be bop. I hear kids out here, they say they're the new Tupac. But their rhymes are always saying something that he's not. Your favorite 90s kid here to teach you a quiz pop. I'm from the last class of that old school hip hop. I'll tell you the difference from what street and what's not. What comes from the soul versus what is a flip flop. What can you name the elements of you for thought? I'll give you a clue with some knowledge that I'll drop. First, I'm seeing where the bars have meaning. Second is graffiti, rub the alley that I be in. Three is DJ beat on replay, mix your hearing. For the B-boys and girls, windmilling. I can't dance on my head, but trust I'll do the running, man. 90s style, not like that new, it's that I can't stand. But now 
doing days of trap, beat and some mumbles. I want to hear real street in their voice, nothing subtle. My hits the line punchable, my rhymes are untouchable. Just Jill yelling, bridge side, so wonderful. Bridge side, hey. Yes. Yo. Hella dope, hella dope. So that gives that gives everybody everybody idea what bridge side cipher actually is, right? Yeah, like, basically. Everybody nothing in the back. <laughs> nothing but hip hop, right? What's that verse about? What is like you said a lot in that verse? What was that verse about? That verse was basically saying, um, you know, I'm made of nothing but hip hop. It's in my DNA. I'm so original that I bebop. <laughs> so that's how I started off, basically. Like you know, that's how how far, you know, I've been with hip hop to me, you know, and um, basically just about like, you know, kids and just not even just kids, but people in hip hop, like, you know, just trying like gassing themselves up. And I'm not saying like, you know, people shouldn't like not be confident in themselves, but I feel like people don't really know like where hip hop came from and they need to school themselves on that before they can call themselves, you know, like, oh, I'm the new Biggie, I'm the new Tupac, I'm this, I'm that. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, if that's what you are, you better, I hope you did your research. Do you know the elements? <laughs> and that's basically what that was, what I wanted to say with that was just like, you know, if that's who you are, then, you know, know your research, know your shit. Because Absolutely. I do. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because you were born in it. You was raised in it. I want to ask you, like, um, speaking on that, like, there's a big division, I find, in the young, newer generation of music, of rap, hip-hop, trap music, all that type of stuff in the older division. I myself don't agree with most of the people my age and their approach to it. A lot of people is like, yo, I hate trap music. Everything they, they give that blanket statement, like everything they talk about sucks. You know what I mean? It's, it's stupid. And then I'll be like, yo, um, did you listen to the album? You know what I mean? Like, no, all I heard was this. All I heard was that. You know what I'm saying? Like right. an artist, for instance, like a few, this is a few years back, but OG Mako, like OG Mako had this song called, um, is it dumb? It was a stupid song. I, like, it was kind of stupid. It was like, uh. I don't know. It's just something really like catchy, you know what I mean, like that. And so like everybody judged him on that, right? But you go listen to his music. Like he got music. He he was in a rock band. He got music influenced by like rock music. He got lyrical music, music that's com commentating on like society and stuff like that. So what's your take? Cause you was talking about like um, not knowing the elements of hip hop and um, that type of stuff, and like it's important to know that. How do we get? How do we inspire? this division to not be such a division? How do we, like, get them to want to be interested in this type of stuff? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, it's so hard because, like, it's just me in general. When I remember, right, like, because, like, I've, like, I've had the people in my life who influenced me the way they did, but I remember, like, specifically, like, when I was in the eighth grade, I wanted to know what the first hip-hop song was. And then, like, I was just like, oh, Sugar Hill Gang or whatever. Yeah, and then, generic. like, And then, like, all throughout, like, from there on throughout high school, I, like, I mean, other than, like, Lil Wayne when he was putting stuff out here and there, like, or Dipset, like, I was listening to everything from, like, 80s R&B, 80s R&B, like, 80s hip-hop, 90s, like, 
all of it. And I like I had um one of um my sister's homies, he actually he used to burn CDs, he used to burn mixtapes for me. And like some of the mixtapes were like old, like good like mixtapes. They would have um like new edition, you know, guy, all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, I would go ham and do my research. So it's just like just from like those four years in high school, I've just done so like I just wanted to know where like I my this music came from and know my background because people will ask you and like call you out. And I was just like always prepared for that in general, not even necessarily as an artist, but I wanted people to know I know my shit, you know? Yeah. So it's like I feel like when it comes to people nowadays, like it's like if you don't have an interest on knowing where you came from, it's like, do you, you know, like, where where do you stand with that? It's like, you know, because yeah, I don't have an issue with trap or anything. Like, I mean, at first, when I first heard it, and I was like, yo, this is garbage. Like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? We all have these thoughts, yeah. Right. But at the same time, when I do look at trap, like, now, it's easier for me if i'm like if i need to come up with like a short verse or like like it's helpful because it's quick and like you know like you know i'm with burn like it's easy so it's just like it's cool in that sense but i feel like people should really kind of look at who you know true artists are and like you know you hear tupac you hear biggie and all of that but it's like do you guys really know who Big Daddy Kane is, though? Do you really have you really listened to you know, um, KRS One, all of them? Do you like you know like have you listened to Rod? Um, not Rod. I always get her and Foxy Brown mixed up. Have you like listened to Foxy Brown? Like all that shit. Like you know, yeah. I think it's really important, especially for artists. Like you know, if you if people aspire to do stuff like this, you know, really understand the background of it and you know and it doesn't have to be who everyone likes it can be whoever the hell you like you know if you like luther and you know that's the vibe you're on you know if you're like into that do that like whatever um whatever works for you but i definitely think people should you know learn their history and you know where um, hip hop comes from and how it started and like you know mm -hmm. it's you know and there's a there's a lot of perspectives on you know so many aspects of his hip hop when it comes to like you know gender or race or like whatever the case is and it's like honestly I the way I look at things it's like I ha my brother's a white rapper you know what I mean so he's had plenty of haters I'm sure. Um, and, but that's another thing that I like about Cambridge hip hop is that it, like in Cambridge, it doesn't even really fucking matter. No, like, that's a fact. You know, like we have, there's so many cultures. I heard there was like um, at least like 6,000 different um, ethnicities in Cambridge. Wow, 6,000 like living? Something like that. I, yeah. I could, I could now, but it was a large ass. Number. And if you've traveled and if you've been in the South and Midwest and different places, it's not like that in other places. Like you go, they'll have this, this, uh, people from this side of the world, people from that side of the world, and be like, a, you know, I, I don't know, hundreds of different cultures in right. one town or one city, but it's like to have 6,000 
in like right. one small city like that wow that says a lot yeah it's crazy but like mm. well it's not crazy it, it isn't it's beautiful is what it is yeah but like um but yeah like i feel like people just need to be like with hip-hop true to themselves know what they're saying don't just you know talk about ass and you know whatever is trending you yeah. know <laughs> yeah because it becomes like uh just like almost like a collective conversation like all these rappers are just having the same conversation about the same stuff and it becomes more of a competition of like how can i say it right exactly yeah like for instance let's say okay just chill like i like to talk money i have a i put a dollar sign in my name so i should want to talk about money but like i feel like when it comes to money i like i don't like to be like oh i'm getting money racks on racks you know like i like letting people know where i came from i struggled you know i've you know my family you know we went through it at times and you know i'm i'm where i'm at now and i'm proud to be where i'm at and you know um i don't i'm not doing it just to like floss and shit like i want people to you know see other aspects it's not always like it doesn't always have to be about being flashy and shit all the time you know like and that's what a lot of people do and it's fun and it's cool yeah like i like being flossy too like but no it's abundance about that like that's you know like be yourself i had a problem with that too myself like when i first i've been rapping since i was young kid but then when i came back to it all I wanted to rap about was like pain and struggle and that type of stuff. That's all I had on my chest. But then eventually it's like I realized like I need to start right I need to start um talking about what I want in life. It's important. The words that you put out there, the words that you put on paper, it's like what do you want in life? You you want right. to talk about that cuz on the flip side, if you talk about a lot of death and uh destruction, that might come into your life as well. So it's like, I'm also a pro of like talking about money, talking about these things. And some of my favorite songs is like, you know, I'm stack, you know, I'm racking up money, yada, yada. But like you said, it's so important to talk about the process of where you came from so that it's more educational, it's more motivational. It helps people as opposed to like, I got this money and like, forget y'all down there or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. My, um... And I think that's just something you learn as you grow as an artist, too. Like, I remember, like, when I was in high school and I was, like, writing raps, I was trying to be on some ill, like, city girl shit. Yo, I was garbage. This was trash. I didn't know what I was doing. I I found the raps one day, like, cleaning out my basement, and I was like, oh, geez, no, I got to throw that away. (laughs) But, like, as an, and then, like, when I did start going to the studio and like my first song I wrote to, um, part, I, I, I wrote to party and bullshit by Biggie also. Actually. Okay. Um, this is a reoccurring theme here. And yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. It's funny how things were. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, so I, um, wrote a verse to that. It was like my first, it was like what, maybe like eight or so bars. And I showed my older brother and I was dumb proud. I was like, what? He's going to love this shit. Even though, and like, I was what, maybe like 22 or 23. And like, it took him a while to like still deal with me swearing. Like, so I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And 
he's like, I like it, but like eventually he was like, you need to like learn how to not rap about yourself and rap about things. Fine. And I was like, you're right. And that's like, at once he told me that I was like, I could be like, just chill in the motherfucking building until my face turns blue. But like, what am I saying? So it's just like, that's when I started like realizing like, okay, maybe I'll write about this or, you know, even with like, you know, I'll write about dogs, Gucci gang. Like I heard the Gucci gang instrumental and I wrote it about my dog instead. And then everyone liked it. That's dope. <laughs> do you have, do you have music videos yet? No, I'm trying to you come out You need some music like, videos for these concerts. Uh, bro, so <laughs> we were going to, I was going to come out with my Booty Bandit music video um, this summer. I wanted to come out with so many videos this summer. Um, and I'm trying to get my EP out this summer as well. So I'm like, this quarantine, man, I'm like, it just, it, feel, it made me feel like so many things just got pushed on hold, but like. I definitely, we're going to have a Booty Bandit video. We're going to have a Smack video coming out. We're going to have a ton of stuff coming out. There's going to be so All much right, good material. We need the visualization because I feel like that's really going to like, like they need to see the world to just drill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. It's com- It's definitely coming. It's coming All soon. Right, so. All right, yo, this is a great conversation. Let's um get back to it. But I want to play um another track by you. So we got another track lined up, right? Yes. And this right, one. This one's Gotta Get Money, and this is actually, this was one of the first songs I wrote, and I refurbished it recently, um, and I think it came out pretty dope. Um, Shout out to John Scott. He records, like, all of my music, and he's amazing. Um, How they get in touch with him? My fault. He's over at Phoenix Down Studios in Somerville, Um, and, like, a bunch of artists can attest for him. Terry Borderline, he knows him. K Watts, John John Scott's the man. So shout out to John Scott for like holding it down like since the beginning. Like so, um, this has got to get money, and it's just a song. One of my first songs I wrote, and you know we redid it and we kind of made it, you know, a just chill classic. So this has got to get money, and I hope you guys like it. All right, word. Gotta get money by Just Jill, Herm Radio. My chain spells boss with a gold plate. De Niro, I translate. The rest here and they contemplate. Hmm. Rate I'm going just accumulates. Mental math, my shit as I calculate. Hating asses, they always speculate. When they still sitting home on the prepaid. So they to 
be the boss and I'm stunned. Ooh. Bills in my jeans keep it a hundred. Attract attention when you know your friend's all eagle. No need for a smothering cause huh. I'm just chillin', I'm flawless. Have a hard time closing my wallet. Overflowing with all these fortunes while you still wait for yours in portions. So you. These bankrolls romantic I'm in love with these dead presidents While you look for chump change frantic I like paper, I like plastic Man, the shit's so raw, it's graphic So don't bother me and ask for shit Cause I'm the real deal still in your counterfeit Then you gotta get, get, get credit i got expensive tastes you could check the receipt of how much i spent can't sleep because the money motivates while you're slaving away to pay your rent because my lyric subliminal cash is so irresistible got all of this money you think that i was a criminal damn hustle and bustle never getting in trouble don't be mad at me because your life is a struggle and you I could get down with that message, man. You digging it? Yeah. I like that a lot. So, I actually kind of got a funny story about that now that I think about this song. Uh, well. Like, <laughs> so, when I, um, when I originally wrote this song, um, the beat, um, the Gotta Get Money hook, that was done by, with the Nicki Minaj, so you could hear Nicki Minaj saying, "Gotta get, get, get money." And oh, like, that's a voice. That's my voice. Okay, okay. I this, so the original song "Gotta Get Money" had Nicki Minaj on it, but this year I redid the song, and so that deep voice is my voice. So I like totally like made it just Jill instead of like Nicki Minaj. You know, all this extra stuff. Now I couldn't have heard it no other way. Like that was. That that seems like they, it would be better. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you. Thank you. So like, we did this song and we're in the studio, right? <laughs> and I'm on, I'm posting it on my story, and I'm like, yeah, we're in the stew, gotta get money, blah blah blah. And this dude, he DMs me and he told me my song was cringe, <laughs> and I and I died because I was like, I just I've been waiting for someone to like just out of just being realistic because you know like not everyone's gonna like love your music and that's fine but yeah. i'm just I'm waiting for the one person to tell me that i'm like you know you're whack like <laughs> so this guy told me my song was cringe and i'm like word i finally got this one guy but like i was thinking of, but i was thinking about it because i like because i like real like you know honest answers like you know like 
Um, and I'm like, why would he think it was cringe? And then like, I listened to the beat. And if you listened closely to the beat, it's actually the intro um, to Nintendo, the Nintendo opening screen. Okay. Super so Nintendo like, or Nintendo? Um, I think just Nintendo. Okay, where, where, where? And, um, yeah, it's, it's the opening sound. And I loved the beat. And so I'm listening and I'm like, damn, this dude thinks it's cringe. And I'm like, yeah, it's one person, but I'm like, I feel like I'm not doing the beat any justice. So that's when, like, you know, we, I threw in, like, the, you know, the coin idea during the hook, you know, mm-hmm. all the sound effects and wanted to make it sound like a lot more video game-ish. So to, did like, you produce that? John produced it. But you ha- you kind of, like, went back and, like, wow, right. okay. Yeah, exactly, because I was, because I don't want people thinking, my, I mean, they can think it's cringe, it's whatever, but I think it's a hot track. Nah, that's like it sounds really professional and like that that coin, you know what I mean? I was thinking like I know these are like Mario. I thought they were Mario sounds or something like that. Like yeah, they were they were all of the um, Nintendo coin sounds. Were so yeah, nah, that that really seemed to really bring it together. And that's like a lot of people nowadays, especially they just go in, they just record a track, freestyle. Maybe it has a hook. But what, like, there's an art to when you have a track, you go back, you perfect it, you polish it, you come back, you add things, and that's right. like that's real artistry. You know what I mean? That everybody that isn't like doesn't want to have the patience for. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. But I enjoyed that track. I enjoyed that track. I was just I, vibing out, it, and it it has that feeling like it makes you want God to get money. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. We need that. We all need that. We need that. It's important, bro. It's important. Word. Yeah. Um. So. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. So, um, Cambridge. Tell me more about, like, Cambridge. You got the, um, you got the Middle East there. Which it, have you ever, uh, which, you frequent the Middle East? Tell us about what the Middle East and all, is and all that. So, like, Middle East, um, the Middle East is, like, a Cambridge staple. Um, and, um, Basically, I had my first show there this past year. I want to say, actually, I performed there twice last year, and I was pretty excited about that because that was, like, kind of a goal of mine as an artist. Um, so I was really excited we were able to do that. We did um, Mind, um, My Ideas Never Die. They are a promotional group. Um, C4 The Bad Wolf worked with them, and they did a show for us about a year ago there. Um and then we did another one with um, Mr. PSA. Shout out Mr. PSA from the Rex Shot. Um, he did a lupus event there. And um, that was actually in honor of one of my best friends, like, in the entire world. Um, she suffers from chronic lupus. And she is a gangster bitch, let me tell you. And we threw this party for her. And this event was lit. And, like, I was just so happy it was at the Middle East because it was just, like, the way everything came together was just super dope. That was back in July. Um, Brandy Blaze was there. Who else? It was me, Brandy Blaze. Yeah, Brandy um, Blaze is dope. Who else was there? Um, Jasmine Red. Um, who else was there? Madheads. It, it was, yeah, it was yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> there was so many heads there. Um but like, yeah, like Middle East. Uh, I I'm excited. Um, I wanna I wanna. I'm definitely looking forward to 
you know, doing more shows than when we're able to, you know, once this whole thing is lifted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Middle East has been there like forever. I, like I said, I've been there since I was a kid, obviously <laughs> going in when I was like 12 weirdo, but I can't, nah, I man, still, that's like, I, still I mean, that shit. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not advocating for it, but it's like, I remember my mother, she was a DJ, you know what I mean? Word. Um, my mother and my father were both DJs, right? And then they had the X Games in Newport, Rhode Island, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was up there, like, they was on, like, the rafters or whatever. She was, like, DJing and stuff like that. And she had me, like, go up and, like, do the DJ thing for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But they can't, like, they came and stopped it eventually. But it's, like, memories like that. Like, yeah, it's, it's unorthodox. Yeah. It's not what you, like, things could go wrong. But it's, like, man, like, right. hip-hop babies, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I wanna I wanna get into another um couple of your bridge side ciphers so people can hear yeah, more of your raps, you know what I'm saying? Uh wait, which one do you wanna play next? Any any of them are cool. Um, ah, well. Yeah, we got a we got a, a lot of good um cypher clips in this one. We okay, gotta uh, we my have fault. um one with Honeycomb. He's a beatboxer. He's a joke. We had an ill cipher that, um, over the summer where he was like one of our special guests. Um, and he was just killing it with the beatbox. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure he like just beatboxing like all over the world. Like he's pretty well known. So his name's Honeycomb. Yeah, honeycomb. So you rapping in the bridge side cipher, and he's like beatboxing. It's like he's the whole yeah. beat. All right, yeah, all of us like we all just went in and beat, um, started rapping over this dude's beat. God bless him because I was, if it was me, I would have been out of breath like hours ago. I was like, this dude is crazy. I'm like, yo, we're not shutting up. Like, <laughs> but like, yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't it was do such it. A lit night. It was such a dope night. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was cool. All right, word. So let's get into that next. So um, this is Honeycomb beatboxing and Just Jill rapping at word. the Great Shot Cypher. All right, let me bring it up. All right, here we go. So lyrical, couldn't you tell from my appearance? This is my ritual cypher, I'm feeling in the spirit. Ghosts and dudes, they want features, that's an interference. My course of action so driven, that's just my perseverance. Speaking loud and clear, I'm making sure you hear this. I know we lit and that's dope, but are you coherent? Cause I ain't a babysitter. My friends clown on me saying I'm a lightweight, don't forget I'm still a heavy hitter. No domestic, but I'll grab the mic and wreck it. So hard, even Ralph got offended. Well, I might be a little aggressive. But if you want to get things done, man, that shit is effective, but check it, uh, make sure you don't disrespect it. Fuck a bird, man, and all them chicken heads, they gon' get it, cause I'm on savage mode, the equivalent to offensive. I'm just a beauty and a beast, rolled up into one blessing. Yo. Say bridge side. That was L. You got bars, Joe. Thanks, homie. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Fine, you know. Absolutely, man. So, like, 
Wait, do you have, um, are you working on any projects? Do you got any projects in the near future? Um, yes. So I'm working on my EP right now. Um, it's called Jillian Dollar Dreams. Um, <laughs> and basically Jillian Dollar Dreams is, you know, it's kind of, it's, it breaks away from what people are used to of me with my music. So like a lot of my songs, you know, they're, like goofy songs, like, you know, parody raps or like usually relatable, you know, type of challenges, stuff like that. Um, tributes, whatever. But this is a little more deeper. Um, so this kind of shows a different side of me, like a more personal side of just Jill. Um, not strictly hip hop necessarily. So I got some different vibes going on in there. Um, gotta get money is gonna be on the ep um what other what other kind of vibes like what um, what other musical influences so we got like we got like new edition like r&b vibes going on in it so that so that's gonna be fun i don't i don't want to spoil it too much just yet but yeah like we got some r&b new edition type vibes you know we got um some bridge side um my bridge side bars video um, we the smartest I named it um, and that's a female artist tribute song that I did so that song um, and I have a clip for that also that song's gonna be on the EP um, and then just like you know a bunch of di- it's gonna be very diverse it's gonna be good word and that's important nowadays like <laughs> my bad this is this is my girl over here she's over here photo bombing me it's like yeah she want she want <laughs> she want to get on the stream Talk yeah, about her her release, yep. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, we got this song called Poochie Gang, right? <laughs> right. That's a, there you go. That's the star of your video right there. You know what I mean? Put a put a chain and some sunglasses on them or something. Oh yeah, know. hell yeah, she yeah. knows. <laughs> so did you say you said you have a clip of one of these tracks off of the album? Yeah. So um, I have my Bridgeside Bars video. Okay. Uh, and that one was my tribute to, you know, all of the female artists that have been killing it, you know, putting themselves out there, you know, whether it's music or, you know, whatever craft you do. And um, basic, what female hip hop means to me. Okay, word. That's the YouTube link? Yes. All right, let's go. Yep. And sh- again, shout out Aaron King, shout out Bridgeside for you know, producing the video. So Aaron King made this video and this is this yep. is a Bridgeside production? Yep. And so what is this? This is, um... So this is Bridgeside Bars and Bridgeside oh, Bars... Oh, word, 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 yep. Yeah. Tell us about Bridgeside Bars, please. Bridgeside Bars is... It's basically, it's a series of, you know, um, individual videos of local artists, you know, saying their piece, whatever they have to say, um, from, you know, Cambridge artists, Boston artists, you know, there's a ton of them. Um, and they're just, you know, little short videos of, you know, who bridge, what bridge side is and what we're about. And, you know, it's all about, you know, supporting local artists. Or my fault, I gotta stop it. Yo, what were you saying? I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, I was just saying it's basically like, you know, all about supporting local artists um, and just giving them, you know, their time to shine. So, Bridgeside Bar. 
So Brayside Bars. So this is Just Jill's edition of uh, Brayside Bars. Let's go, Herm Radio. Just Jill. Bridge side bars. Uh. Yo, this is for the female artists that be working their hardest. Uh. Lately, feels like I've been finessing it. Heads guessing my moves, but they ain't getting it. On the mic, and if not, I'm on my grind. And I've dealt with harder times, now there's really no sweat in this. Cause they haven't lived the life like mine. Man, a couple times, man, I almost died. My girl T says you only live once, so why not do it big? It's getting live with the bridge side. I'm just trying to make my mama proud. Shout out to the strong women who held me down. Kazoom flexing the strong woman I am now. I'm built to be the queen. I rock the crown. I fly, honeys wanna let the ladies know to kill that drama and beef. Cause baby girl, it's time to grow cause they don't wanna see us making and shine unless we hurting each other or look on fleek with injected behinds female artists keep on pushing your hardest this rap dudes out here with huge egos don't forget we the smartest uh don't forget we the smartest yo i said female artists keep on pushing your hardest this rap dudes out here with huge egos don't forget we the smartest nah don't forget we the smartest yo just chill, spitting facts with the lyricism. I'm sick of female rap getting bad criticism. Cause I know I'm different, and I'm trying to build a new foundation. Call that support system. Roll through with my girl squad. Dudes jealous of our bars, that's their fault. Too busy smooth talking, cause they think they're popping. Try to distract you with the love and the hip hopping. But I'll save that nonsense for the television. Cause it's not my vision. Unless I'm working for a Nickelodeon and helping out the children. I'm just a 90s kid who's doing it a little different. So, in the meantime, in between time, ladies, go get yours. Don't let no one block your shine. Female artists keep on pushing your hardest. This is rap dudes out here with huge egos. Don't forget we the smartest. Female artists keep on pushing your hardest. This is rap dudes out here with huge egos. Don't forget we the smartest. Nah, don't forget we the smartest. Yo. Because we work in the hardest. And we know we the smartest. Yeah, we know it. And don't forget it. I'm just chill. I love it, Joe. You I like love it? it? Nah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. No so exaggeration, much. for real. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Because I'm not one, like, you know, coming from a man's perspective, I'm not uh, one to speak on the expression of women, how they should or not should, uh, should or should not express themselves. But, like, I think it's so important for there to be the representation of people, like, inspiring young women to to represent themselves in like this type of pure um artistic way you know what i'm saying like be yourself like don't right. don't confine to anything that you think like a man or anybody or society thinks that you should be in this realm of hip-hop you know what i'm saying and i think there's a right. lot there's artists in the spotlight today that um kind of 
may hurt or help that i don't know you know when you're talking about the youth because i'm about the youth you know so young women young young boys you know what i'm saying i think it's so important to inspire them in the in the right way show them the right role models because a lot of people don't have parents guardians you know what i'm saying so it's like sometimes people are raised by the music tell me why that i um do you feel a call into like because i get from your music like such a great representation from the female perspective of like a role model why why do you um represent that you think i I think I, I'm glad I have over time. I don't feel like I always did um, because I feel like as an artist, I was still finding myself in the beginning and I always aspired to be, but like, because I had such like a sailor's mouth in my music, it made it really hard to. <laughs> hey, it's a mess, right? So it was just like, <laughs> so like, you know, I'm over here. I, dude, when I put Booty Bandit out, my nieces were like three singing Booty Bandit. You know how much trouble I got in? Like, <laughs> they're like, really? And I'm like, okay. But like now that I'm older, I'm more aware of like, you know, what's out, what, you know, the kids are listening to and, you know, what they're watching on YouTube, all that stuff. And, you know, it's, I'm more aware of what I don't want <laughs> them to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, um, you know, and I think it's important for like, you know, us as females, you know, growth is always important. And, you know, we're in a different time nowadays and there's so like, there's a lot of open mindedness in people. And, um, I think there's always been like, a, um, you know, female rappers need to be like, you know, there always needs to be a beat for, like, there's always, like, you know, yeah, right? whether it's, yeah. you know, who, Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown, I think it was, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or and then it was Lil' Kim and Nicki, and now, then Nicki and Cardi B, like, it's always, like, and it doesn't, like, yeah, it's cool to talk about, but, like, it'd be cooler if everyone was a fucking gang and, like, you know, was down to earth and weren't fighting. Yeah, <laughs> so much more could be done, right? What if there was a female Wu Tang, like of like artists bro, on that level? I, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I will start the female Wu Tang. I don't know which hey. one I'll be. You know what? Maybe I'll be ODB since I'm nah. so fucking goofy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, dude, I would be. Oh my god, that would that would be lit. Hey, just Jill said it right here. If, <laughs> if you got like, uh, I don't know if you want to call it what eight. Yo, who wants to start the female Wu Tang with me? Hit me up. You guys got my Instagram, Silly Jill, yes, three. We're going to start the female Wu-Tang. You heard it here first. 2021. Female Wu-Tang. Yeah, I don't I don't know about the rest of this year, but 2021, I think I'll be okay to do it. There you go, there you go. Yeah, it's going. you guys will never be able to meet with quarantine Wu-Tang, you know what I mean? Right. Nah, God forbid, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's really dope. That's so important. Um. And I'm like, I learned too, like coming from a male perspective, like um, coming from the masculinity, um, listening to all that hip hop, like Queensbridge, right. New York, like even Wu-Tang, like a lot of the teachers and leaders don't necessarily teach us how to uh, make space for the woman and for the female energy in in, um, in anything we do, in, whether it's hip hop music, whether it's another art form, you know what I'm saying? So I think like, we really have a lot to learn. Like a lot of people, a lot of dudes wouldn't listen. When I was growing up, a lot of dudes wouldn't listen to like female rappers. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, I think we grew up a lot from that time. You know what I mean? 
Right, exactly. Yeah, like I think like um just from like and I mean, I'm just going off of from what I've heard from guys cuz I feel like, you know, guys don't listen to music because they think like, you know, like what Cardi B like, you know, there's all, Cardi B and City Girls and all this like, you know, like I don't I like Cardi B. Like I have my days when I'm feeling Cardi B ish and I'm like, whatever. Like, me you know, too. I feel like twerk. Me too. Like, you know, like, <laughs> not that. Not that. Like, so yeah. I don't I don't like to necessarily throw shade at like people for, you know, their art necessarily. But like and you know, like I, I know the perspective, like guys just think like women are just constantly talking about sex. And it's like, yeah, maybe some of them are talking about sex, but so are you number, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, but there's a, like, you know, a stigma with women and, you know, how we operate with shit. And like, you know, I don't want to knock that, but I don't want people to think that's all it is. Because like, I, like there was a bar I said, just still spitting facts with the lyricism. I'm sick of female rap getting bad criticism because I know I'm different. And I'm trying to build a new foundation. Call that a support system. Yeah. I think I peeped that. That was that was that the first one? The first that was the, that was the second verse. Okay, okay. But like that's how I feel. Like, you know, I hate when people are always dogging female rap and it's just like because that's not all it is. And even, like, mainstream people have said that, like, that's not, it's not just, like, you know, all about sex all the time. Like, there's so much, like, there's, like, tons of great music out there, like, from, even from, like, billions of other artists that, like, people don't, won't even acknowledge because they're too busy hating. And it's, like, it's mad good shit. Like, we got, like, bitches doing our, like, their thing out here, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. like, and thing like things would just be so much more productive if everyone just was like would get along. <laughs> yeah, and it's important because you know the males is you know what I mean. It's important that we protect and foster and uplift the women of our community. You know what I'm saying? Which I find through the music, through the idea ideology of the music, a lot of times that clashes with the ideals we should be building, like in right. our actual lives. Like if you don't have the responsibility to understand how to differentiate somebody else's rap from how you should be acting or treating somebody, then it's like you, you're messing up. You know what I mean? And I see a lot of people messing up nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's important. Like we were talking about the young and the old generations. It's important the young and the old come together. It's important the male and the female come together. We talked about different cultures coming together in Cambridge. So all right. of that stuff. Yo, um, Jill, I want to move it. I want to, uh, we, we'll wrap up soon. And I, but um, you you've been talking about this track a few times. You mentioned and referred to this track a few times. I think I want to go ahead and play it if we can. Um, yeah. Absolutely. The uh, the booty track. What how's it go? Booty bandit. Booty bandit. So where can let's let's play some booty bandit. I'm always down for some booty bandit. Yeah, we built it up. We gotta let the, Yo, the viewers and listeners know. Shout out to En Fuego, my baby girl. Yo. We, can I tell you, we wrote this song at work. Like, we were, like, clowning on people. Like, <laughs> we, me and her, we used to, we worked at a restaurant at the time, and we were hostesses, and we would just write raps at the host stand about people at work. And Booty Bandit is one of those songs. That was, like, our, that's our baby. So, shout out, En Fuego. Um, you know, B&B forever. Fucking, 
and let's get it popping. Yo, booty bandit. All right, let's go. Booty bandit by Just Jill. Hey. I'm ready. Booty bandit, booty, booty bandit, booty bandit, booty, booty bandit. You got a fat ass, you know that he gon' handle it. You got a fat ass, you know that he gon' handle it. Club Everyone anthem. Booty <laughs> I know that's an anthem, right? Booty Bandit is the anthem. What is that? Um, what is that about? Speci- like, what is- <laughs> yeah, no one knows. Like, like yo, what the fuck it goes are you ac- talking about, bro? I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I, I get like, I think I get two different general messages. Like, what is that song about? What was the motivation? I want to hear the story. Okay, so Booty Bandit. <laughs> in a nutshell, is basically a song we wrote about one of our co-workers. Um, and this co-worker, um, <laughs> he accidentally swiped Enfuego's butt one time when he was turning a corner. And he actually, because of the corner we were at, like when you swing your arms, like <laughs> it was just kind of like one of those. And... And he, it was so sad because this, he's like such a like a stand up guy. Like he's a really good kid. Like so he didn't he has, mean to do it. Yeah, like he has a girlfriend who's like super awesome. Like he felt like a piece of shit after. <laughs> so we decided to make a song about it as a joke. <laughs> oh damn! So the song is the song was a joke, and so 
throughout the song are like inside joke references within like when we worked at um the restaurant so like for instance one of the restaurant um one of the references um i wrote um if you're looking for trouble bend over on the table damn there's the unicorn he was watching from his stable <laughs> so everybody thinks you know i'm talking about down there but i'm actually not at all so what i'm talking about is my boss and <laughs> Why is your boss a unicorn? We called him the unicorn because every time we would talk or do something we shouldn't have been doing, he would pop up and he was like like a majestic unicorn. So we called him the unicorn. <laughs> damn, bro. It was like every time I was doing some shit, I knew damn well. I Does he know this song it. exists and that he's a unicorn? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. The whole yeah the whole restaurant knows. Yeah. They. Dude, we we used to um perform all of our tracks for our holiday parties like once everyone got drunk enough <laughs> we'd be like Man. yo throw on booty bandit <laughs> but yeah so like once we wrote that and everything i was like yo wouldn't it be mad funny if we recorded it so it was just like a joke that never ended <laughs> so that's what Booty Bandit is, basically. It's just, like, a never-ending joke. And, like, I just think it's even funnier because so many people like it, and it got, like, so many plays. And yeah. I we still need... hit up my boy. I'm like, yo, just so you know, you're, like, kind of famous, FYI. <laughs> I don't know. He's, is he, does he want that fame or no? That song. <laughs> he embraces it? He embraces the song? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. It's funny because we actually... <laughs> he got married recently, actually, and we showed up at the wedding and we were begging him. We're like, please let us perform Booty Bandit. And he's like, no. <laughs> Grant, it was like a Catholic wedding and shit, so I wasn't like surprised at yeah, all. Yeah. So, but like. <laughs> Man, wait. He should have did it. He should have did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> out of your music and out of from, from everything I hear, from talking to you and everything, like. I definitely get, I feel that it's a whole experience and it's like a life. It's like you learn how to relate to life. Your music is like accessible to like, I think the common person and a lot of people. And I think most everybody, you know what I'm saying? And like, even in like booty bandit and this different type of stuff, it's like, it'd be dope. Like, I would love to see all these music videos. You know what I'm saying? I know quarantine's putting everything on hold. Same thing with me. I'm trying to do videos, but quarantine's putting everything on hold. But they're like, they're coming. I'm I'm wicked excited to put these yeah. projects out. Like you don't even know. Like I'm just like I've I've just had so much so much material for so long, and like you know everything fell into place the way it did, and now I'm just ready to like get things popping and like level up and like 100%. do good shit. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm mean, like, any way I can help, you know what I mean? You know, like, I know we know a lot of dope artists and all that type of stuff. Definitely when you when you drop some of these songs, definitely if you want, like, we'll play them. We'll put them in the rotation of the songs that we're going to be playing and stuff like that. Because we're going to be having segments where we're just playing music and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. So, yeah, and we're going to continue. But, yo, like, um, like invite me to a music video, please. You know what I'm saying? Let me play a, a part. Absolutely. You know I what I'm saying? I want, I want to be part of, like, a music video that's, like, a, uh, a, like, you got to act or something like that. You know what I mean? Dude, so we, I, I, I have to come up with a few more concepts for the other um, 
music videos, but I'm trying to get a ton of people in for Bluey Band. Word. It's gonna be like we're thinking of doing like um like twerk dance class, boot like boot camp twerk class, and we're gonna have an instructor, and that's kind of like gonna be the theme is like a twerk theme. And then we got we got a lot of stuff coming, so I'm excited. I'm excited to get it all in motion. Word, and I just w- got to figure it out from home. But yeah, I mean, hopefully <laughs> this thing will let up. You know, what I mean, hopefully, like in a in a in number of weeks or at least another month, we'll all be able to come outside. You know what I'm saying? That's the hope, right? Exactly. Yeah, but just Jill, I'm about to get out of here. Like, I really appreciate you for coming through. <laughs> you so much i appreciate you brian i appreciate everyone who tuned in who listened thank you much yeah this was like awesome and i'm so glad we were able to do this like you know it's it's keeping us from going crazy and like you know just like losing it so i appreciate you so much for this opportunity and this is amazing and let's we should let's definitely do something again and no doubt we have a spot saved in the booty bandit for you (laughs) Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and then, like, we're gonna do something soon where it's like um, a bunch of people, and then we're gonna just like review music and stuff. Like, I'm gonna have GeoVid, like all these different people that was on it, and we're just gonna like listen to music, play uh, play each other's music, and all that type of stuff. So definitely come through for that, and like let us know about the releases and all that. And then you know how it is, we're a community. We're just gonna keep on moving and like working with each other, all that type of stuff. Absolutely. Appreciate awesome. you, Joe. Appreciate you. Take care. All, all right. right. You as well. Talk soon. All right. Later. Thanks. All right. Bye.